Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and follow your soul calling with crystals. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, I'll be talking about which crystals are best for your zodiac sign based on your sign's element and the type of energy that that sign has. But before we get started, I'd like to answer one of our listener questions. Remember, you can submit your own question anytime at loveandlightschool.com slash ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. Today's question comes from Joanna. Joanna says, Hi Ashley, I love your podcast. Thank you for inspiring me to discover more about crystals. Lately, I've been struggling with anxiety and worry. Could you recommend specific crystals that would help me release it? Or maybe there are some that could prevent the accumulation of this energy. Thank you. Well, Joanna, I can tell you from personal experience when it comes to anxiety, talking with a mental health care provider can be game-changing. So if you find that you're struggling with this and it's impacting your day-to-day life, it might be a good idea to get some support from a counselor or therapist. But I can also tell you from personal experience when dealing with general worry, because my brain likes to worry a lot, some crystals that I found to be really supportive are lapidolite for helping me release that worry, kind of focus on the present moment and breathe through whatever I'm worrying about, along with aquamarine to help that release and help me let go of the thing that I'm fixated on at the moment. And then finally, to help bring me back into balance and alignment, I like to work with Peach Moonstone because I found that the nurturing and supportive energy that Peach Moonstone has is perfect to help me get calm and centered. So I hope that those recommendations will be helpful for you, Joanna, and thank you so much for your question. Remember, if you have a question that you'd like me to answer about crystals, spirituality, or anything else you're curious about right now, let me know over at loveandlightschool.com slash ask. Discover how you can deepen your spiritual journey and follow your soul calling with crystals. The Love and Light School's award-winning crystal healing certification program opens soon. Go to crystalhealerschool.com. And now it's time for us to dive into our main topic for today, the best crystals for your zodiac sign. So people love working with stones that are connected to their zodiac sign or their birthstone, but choosing the best crystals for your sign is not as simple as you might think at first. First and foremost, let's talk quickly about birthstones. These go by each month of the year, and they're probably the correspondence or connection that most people are familiar with. However, Because each zodiac sign starts about the middle of one month into the middle of the next month, the birthstones, even though many of them are based off of older zodiac associations or planetary associations, don't always match up with our energy. So choosing a zodiac stone rather than a birthstone is a good place to get started. 
But when it comes to choosing crystals for the signs of the zodiac, there's a lot of debate and confusion over which stones will connect with particular signs and why. So I want to be really clear that there are absolutely several different methods for choosing the stones that are best for each sign, but one of the simplest that I've found and my personal favorite because I find it to be really practical is to choose stones based on their elemental correspondence with your sign. So if you did not know this, each zodiac sign is related to one of the four elements, earth, air, fire, or water, and each element has properties or associations that influence the personality traits of its associated sign. The elements represent the four creative energies of the universe, and each of them corresponds with certain healing stones based on those respective properties and energies. And the crystals that you work with can enhance the positive attributes associated with your sign and can also be worked with to balance the negative aspects or not so glamorous aspects of that sign. For example, if you're a Taurus and you'd like to enhance more abundance in your life, something that's associated with the energy of Taurus as an earth sign, you may choose one of the earth element crystals like emerald that will work to call in that specific energy. However, if you're being faced with some of the less than glamorous aspects of your sign, like my own Sagittarian tendency to have a little bit of a quick or fiery temper, then you might want to choose to carry or wear a stone of the opposing element in order to balance its energy. So for example, a Sagittarius looking to balance that fiery quality of being quick to anger, having a temper, may wear or carry a water element crystal, even though Sagittarius is a fire sign, to help balance the negative aspects of that fiery energy. So let's start by looking at crystals for the earth signs. So the earth element represents the energy of protection, stability, abundance, and growth. And this element enhances the positive attributes of the earth signs, which are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn, but it can also be used to balance the negative attributes of air signs like Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. And I'd like to share a dozen different crystals that you can use for each element. So if you are an earth sign and you'd like to enhance your positive qualities, you might want to consider working with some earth element crystals like moss agate, tree agate, bronzite, carnelian, chrysocolla, emerald, rainforest jasper, red jasper, malachite, peridot, petrified wood, or serpentine. And my hope by sharing 12 different crystals is that it will give you enough variety and options that you can find one of these in your toolkit to carry around with you, or that you can incorporate some of these into a crystal grid if you choose. Next, let's look at crystals for the air signs. So the air element represents change, new beginnings, and intellect. And this element enhances the positive attributes of the air signs, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius, while it balances the negative attributes of the earth signs, Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. My top 12 air element stones are angelite, blue apatite, azurite, 
celestite, rainbow fluorite, blue kyanite, lapidolite, any other type of mica, pumice, blue sapphire, selenite, and turquoise. Next, let's switch gears and look at the fire and water elements. These two elements kind of oppose each other and balance each other, just like with earth and air. So the fire element represents vitality, creativity, and personal power. And this element enhances the positive attributes of the fire signs, Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. It balances the negative attributes of the water signs, including Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. My top 12 fire element stones are fire agate, amber, citrine, diamond, garnet, heliodor or yellow barrel, red jasper, lava rock, obsidian, really any type of obsidian since it's born of fire, clear quartz, rhodochrosite, and red spinel. And that leaves us with crystals for the water signs. So the water element represents the emotions, intuition, cleansing, and love. And this element enhances the positive attributes of the water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. And it balances the negative attributes of the fire signs, Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. The 12 water element stones include blue lace agate, amazonite, amethyst, aquamarine, white calcite or clear calcite, larimar, moonstone, and this can be any type of moonstone, but particularly white or black moonstone work great for this, boulder opal, pearl, and again this can be any color of pearl, white, black, pink, whatever you have to work with, blue quartz, selenite, and this can include the satin spar variety, and blue tourmaline, also called indicolite. And like I mentioned earlier, you know, you can incorporate these in any way you wish. You can carry a piece of one of these crystals in your pocket. You can incorporate them into the jewelry that you're wearing that day. Use them to create a crystal grid or just have them somewhere in your environment for a visual cue to help you stay more balanced and in alignment. If you'd like to learn more about crystals for the zodiac and lunar energy, I'd love to invite you to check out my celestial crystals course, because if you're interested in the zodiac and the planets, I know you'll love this class all about crystals and the moon. The power of the moon and its history of connection to magic and mystery can really help you live in alignment and flow with natural cycles. And in my celestial crystals course, I'll teach you how to work with crystal energy and the lunar cycle to find inner harmony with the rhythms of nature. I'll also share ways that you can connect with eight special goddesses relating to each moon phase and create a moon magic practice to support you all month long. You can learn more about this class by heading over to loveandlightschool.com forward slash celestial crystals. Or you can find it by just visiting the website, hovering over the shop button, and choosing Celestial Crystals from the drop-down menu. In this class, you'll learn really powerful ways to amplify your connection with lunar energy using crystals, like how to work with your crystals in meditation for each moon phase, how to perform full-body crystal layouts for each phase in the lunar cycle. I'll also share a special eight-card moon phase tarot or oracle card spread for helping you gain insight into the best path forward 
what to avoid, and what to release during the upcoming lunar cycle. You'll learn step-by-step instructions for creating your own crystal-charged moon water, how to create a crystal grid for tracking the moon through the lunar wheel, as well as practices for new and full moon journaling for more self-awareness and flow. I'll also share with you which goddesses to work with and call upon for spiritual support during each moon phase. Creating this class was such a labor of love for me. I hope that you'll enjoy it. And really, there's so much to be gained from developing a deeper connection with the moon. The moon, being our nearest celestial body, our nearest neighbor, has an incredibly deep impact on us. So as crystal healers, it's important for us to be in flow with the natural rhythms of the universe. And I hope you'll learn a lot from this class. It's pretty new. I released it just a few months ago, and I realized I hadn't really come on the podcast to talk about it at all. So if this sounds like it's right up your alley, head over to loveandlightschool.com forward slash celestial crystals to learn more. Do you feel intuitively called to work more deeply with your stones? To grow your confidence, knowledge, and connection to crystal energy beyond what you can learn on your own? Our award-winning Crystal Healing Certification Program will take you from crystal lover to a confident, certified crystal healer and help you discover your soul's path and crystal purpose. Go to crystalhealerschool.com to learn more. Well, that's it for our main segment today, but now it's time for our Trending This Week segment. As you know, each week I bring you a quick discussion on something that's happening in the world of crystal healing and spirituality right now, or something that I'm just loving that I want to share. And this week, I'd like to talk about the Sacred Stones of Avalon retreat that I just finished up with my dear friend, Nicholas Pearson. So we co-hosted this amazing crystal healing retreat in Glastonbury in England. It was such a phenomenal experience. We had the most amazing group of people in attendance for our inaugural retreat, which if you're paying attention implies there will be future ones, which we're really excited about. But we had six days of sharing about the different crystals from the landscape in and around Glastonbury in England. We visited sacred sites and created group crystal grids did some amazing meditations and rituals and ceremonies, all steeped in the lore and magic and myth of the lands of Avalon. Our group visited places like Stonehenge and West Kennet Longbarrow and the Avebury Stone Circle along with the White Spring. We were actually staying at Little St. Michael's Guest House at the Chalice Well, home of the Red Spring, which was absolutely gorgeous. Everything was in bloom, even though we had some pretty typical British weather to contend with for a few days during the retreat. There was a lot of rain. Everything was still so gorgeous, so full of life, which coming from Wisconsin, where actually, as I'm recording this, it just snowed again here last night. It was really nice to sort of see the earth waking up, to get to appreciate all of those beautiful spring ephemeral plants that we have here in the Northern Hemisphere, like tulips and daffodils, some of my favorites, the snake's head fritillaria and hellebore. The gardens at Chalicewell really were so alive and just everything I could have hoped for this time of year. 
So I will certainly be sharing more about my journey over on social media at Love and Light School on Instagram and TikTok. And you can also find me on Facebook at the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. I'll be sharing some photos and videos to my stories and things like that. So if you'd like to see a little bit more about what went on at the retreat, connect with me there. Again, that's at Love and Light School. And my dear friend Nicholas Pearson has also shared some amazing sneak peeks into the work that we did. So you can find him on social at The Luminous Pearl. And if you'd like to get on the list for news and information about our upcoming retreats, which will take place in 2024, you can get on our email list at sacredstonesretreat.com. Just look for the big blue button that says get on the wait list and we will notify you of future events. Well, I hope you found a lot of value in today's show. If you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and a review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. Each and every review means so much to me. I read every single one of them, and I also like to share them here on the show. So if you've been listening for a while and you haven't left a review on iTunes yet, I would be so grateful if you take just a few minutes to leave a five-star rating and a written review that I can share here on the show, give you a little shout out, but it also helps new listeners discover the show, which is so important to keep these episodes coming. So again, just head over to loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes to leave your review and get a little shout out right here on the show. And if you'd like to subscribe to the show so you never miss a future episode, head over to loveandlightschool.com slash listen, where you can see our most popular episodes, most recent episodes, as well as all of the major platforms where this podcast can be streamed. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you next time. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Connect with us online at loveandlightschool.com or on social at loveandlightschool. Content provided on or through our website or podcast makes no claims for specific or general health or health results and should not be used to examine, diagnose, or treat any medical condition, prescribe medications, make claims for specific or general healing or health results, or as a substitute for traditional medical treatment. For medical advice, you should consult a licensed healthcare specialist. For more information, please refer to the terms of use on our website at loveandlightschool.com.